Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show tonight. Andrea Eichmann here with the People's Patriot Project, and it is February 20th, 2022. We are here to bring you our weekly show slash podcast called We Got Your Six at Six, Patriot Playtime. Every week, we bring you a new, a fun, um, new, interesting, um, common, uncommon kind of guest, and many times we bring you a new musician. We share all the good things and maybe not always the so great things happening in our world. Tonight's show promises to be an evening of fun and amazing discussion. But first, as we always do, can I ask that you take off your hat and stand if you can and join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance, allegiance. to the flag, the flag of the United, the United States, States of America. America. And to the republic, the republic for which it stands, one nation, one nation under God, God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hi, thanks, and welcome, welcome, welcome this week. Thank you. You are welcome. We've got Stephen Bates here with Poem Speak, and we have, you know, I don't know, one of our forever favorites, first time woman, amazing veteran musician. Uh, Jen Ford is here with us. <laughs> We're oh. here, right there, right there. Oh, you <laughs> mean me? Yeah, you. <clears throat> yeah, you. Long time no see. I know. Well, not that long. I talk to you guys every week. At least <laughs> you do. It's a, it's a great fun relationship. We'll probably even get into that a little bit here in a, in a brief bit, just in the fact that what has fostered since uh, the WP3 network has come together and some of the things that we've got to do um, because of your amazing talents and the amazing talents of other uh, musicians from across the country. And uh, I, I, I honestly have chill bumps right now just thinking about the, the fun, the cool, the neat, and the amazing things that have happened because of the relationships we've built. And so um, to not to stop with that, we've got Derek Iozio out there. He's actually uh, uh, one of the the guys that suggested we bring Mr. Uh, Stephen Bates onto the show. Uh, L.J. Raspler is on. Travis Partington of Oscar Mike Radio is on. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming and being part of uh, what we do on Sunday night. At we got your six at six. Um, and maybe this is – and I'm – channeling through all of our stuff, fun stuff and seeing what we got to do tonight and head off on that one. But uh, you know what? I, I never need a reminder on a daily about those who have served, but it does sometimes need to take that, that swallow of that pill of our greatest generation the ones that uh, the fought the and the, there's real battles going on right now too, and I, I don't even want to get into that conversation. Um, but the ones that legitimately boots on the ground fought for our our independence and fought for our positioning in the world as it is now, so we can stand. Thank you all, all yeah. who served. Amen. The men, the women, those that have supported. Uh, thank you. And uh, this will probably never be be enough. There, I mean, one of our one of our sayings is to remember is not enough, and it's not. It's uh, we need to bring everyone all the way home, and uh, that's our mission, and that's why we're here. And uh, 
I didn't mean to make it a, a little solemn little uh, talk on the front end here, but uh, we got Shannon Book in the house. Boom! Gosh, Shannon, we got some people excited about you, brother. Um, and we do have one of our famous uh, Facebook users out there. Just uh, give us a little quick inkling of who you are, and uh, we'll make sure we're doing the, the shout-out to you for being here and the, the great support that you are. Miss Eichmann. What we got yes, going on Your hair looks nice. <laughs> Thanks. I know yours too. Yours. Oh, look at it. And that's how I've grown up. Isn't that cute? <laughs> that was just taken a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sure was pretty right before the ice fishing venture where I got really old because it's cold. <laughs> mm, um. Shannon Book, it's awesome to see you here. Uh, so here's the deal. We have so much going on in our world today that I didn't really want to bring a whole bunch into it. But what I do want to say is that we do appreciate, celebrate, and honor all of those who have served in all of the capacities that they serve in. And I just want to remind you that our military is out there doing as they are commanded to do, as they are supposed to do, as they have trained to do. Um, they are taking care of the stuff outside that we don't have to worry about when we're putting our heads down on our pillows at night. Um, while they're out there around the world taking care of things, our first responders are here, here um, in our communities, and they're on the front lines working to save, um, save our lives and protect our communities across the nation. Um, and let's keep in mind, both our military and our first responders, they willingly serve. They make huge sacrifices, and they represent us around the world. And this is why we do this live podcast, because some of them have memories. Some of them have um, things they've lived through and haven't wanted to live through and wonder why they've lived through. Um, and we're here to create the network of organizations that can help support, be boots on the ground, be in the background and make resources and networks around the world that will accommodate the unique covering of the needs, the wants, the um, lift them back up kind of kind of um, necessities that they have. So that's why we're here. That's what we do. Um, in addition to that, it is still Black History Month. So please, I've brought up some good examples. Um, Please keep in mind or go do some research about what some of the most amazing um, military um, black Americans have done. Um, it is also um, American Heart Month. So really seriously, we encourage you. We encourage you to take care of you, but I encourage you to check in on others as well. Um, remind them and remind yourself to make healthy choices when it comes to your heart health and preventing heart disease and maintaining good cardiac cardiac health. So that's what we've got. That's what we've got going on today. So what you're saying is I shouldn't have had that fried chicken earlier. <laughs> I think everything in moderation, just not every day, twice a day. Then you'll be okay. As long as there's Bojangles, you're good. I only had it <laughs> one day. There we go. Today and yesterday. Let's do a, a quick introduction of who we've got uh, on the screen. Uh, uh, 
I'm Mark Peterson I, with the People's Patriot Project. And to my, I don't know how to even say this, to my right, which is that way. Who is that? That's Jen Ford um, with the, the Wide-Eyed Devils. And I, I hate even announcing Wide-Eyed Devils. I know that's one of her bands. But can, we do it like, can we do it like the Brady Bunch where we're all like, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. what I was thinking of. I'll be serious now. Okay. We Don't say, be serious. No, you um, you're with the Wide-Eyed Devils, but who else? You play with two other groups, too. Three other groups. Okay, my bad. My bad. You're <laughs> so, such an overachiever. <laughs> really, I'm tired today. I'm tired. Um, so I've got my band. Jen Ford and the White Eye Devils. And then I've got, I sing background vocals for a blues band called Blue Louie out of East Texas. Excuse me, that was the fried chicken. <laughs> and then um, I have a new, newish kind of project that I've been doing since June or July with my friend Jared Steele and my other friend Kirk Harper. You guys know Jared. Um, Jared just came on full time with me in my full band. Um, but we also have a side project called Ford Harper Steel, and I've got shirts, and they look amazing. Because um, I told you, I think I told you I was getting shirts, but um, <laughs> that's a songwriter-based uh, acoustic group trio. Sometimes we bring somebody playing cajon, and it's just easier to get into a lot of places that can't afford the full band, because the full band, it's it's a big production, and I want to be able to pay everybody fairly, so... I can't go in there for $5 with the full band because we have six, six or seven members depending on the show. So that's an easy way for us to get into a lot of cool places and showcase um, Jared and Kirk. They're both from East Texas and they both are uh, multi-instrumentalists so, um, and write songs. So it's just a lot of fun. And that's one of the main reasons I think it's so easy for us to work together. Cause even though we all have several projects, we just have a good time. So we play a lot, probably two or three times a month. <clears throat> and in addition to everything else that I'm doing, and then I've got a new project that I'm collabing with Dom Coors and BJ Leggett. Thanks to you guys. What? <laughs> yes, I like how you had that picture on cue. Look yeah. at that. <clears throat> we're actually, uh, we're me and BJ are driving down to Round Rock tomorrow to do another songwriter session. We did one last month, and we've committed to once a month until the end of time. I don't know, just to get together and fellowship, uh, check up on each other, write songs together. Um, and potentially we're, we're putting together a record of all Patriot written songs. Very cool. And we're calling ourselves the Texas War Poets or something. something. Oh, what That's a great awesome. segue into our, our wow. next guest, Mr. Stephen Bates, who's uh, with uh, poemspeak.org. So uh, he's our guest, our boots on the ground organization tonight. And we'll hear more about from his stuff here in a second. And then we got Nikki Flowers in the house having some uh, computer technology issues tonight. But uh, um, she is the director and the producer of <laughs> WP3 Radio. Um, 
Yeah, what an exciting night. What an exciting group of people that we have here to to share great stories and uh, how we are going to collaboratively go out and uh, make a difference in the lives of our veterans and first responders. Stephen Bates. Yes, sir. Let's hear about Poem Speak. Tell us about it. Well, Poem Speak was uh, brought about back in 2017 by happenstance, actually. Uh, it was not intended at first. Uh, my, my, my whole goal was to write books and get fame and fortune and get the girls with poetry. That, of course, never worked when I was growing up. But um, I wrote poetry for the VA starting in 2014 for the Creative Arts Festival. And in 2017, I was approached by the VA Creative Arts Festival director to write poetry for Suicide Prevention Month in September. I didn't want to do it because suicide was very uh, personal to me. I attempted several times in my life and I didn't want to be reminded of that part of my life. I was convinced that it would be a healing process. It would be a good catharsis and would help other people with my poetry. So I finally reneged and wrote a few poems. Took them to a friend of mine at the VA at one of my appointments for uh, peer support for PTSD. And when I took him to the counter, he was one of the schedulers there. I let him read them and I said, are, they, are these any good? And uh, he said, they're, they're fine. Can I take them home? I said, okay, that's kind of strange. And I said, but are they, are they good? Because I'm really nervous about this presentation I've got coming up. And he said, they're, they're fine. I'm, I'm taking them home. Okay. So I went home. I printed them out, uh, my, my copies. And a few days later, did the presentation. It went fine. Didn't think anything about it. A few months later, in October, I was going through my peer support reading again and checked in with the same scheduler, went to my meeting. And about 20 minutes later, there was a knock on the door. And nobody interrupts peer support meetings. That's just a, a no, a no go. You don't do it. It's it's a volatile meeting. Thinking that something something was wrong with our families, you know. Of course, we let the, the individual in, and it turned out to be a scheduler. And he said, "I'm here to talk to, about Steve." And I said, uh, "What's wrong with my family?" Thinking that it was you know he was interrupting for a reason. He said, "No, no, no, no." I want y'all to know that uh, two months ago, I came to work with the sole intention of killing myself when I got off work. At, at three o'clock in the afternoon, Steve showed up with three poems about suicide. He said, I took him home. I went home. I had a gun in one hand and I had his poems in the other hand. He said, I kept reading his poems and I put the gun down. And I kept reading the poems all night. And he started shaking. I started shaking. We got up, we bear hugged each other. Um, he reached into his wall, into his pocket and pulled out, out of his wallet, this patch. And uh, I carry it with me wherever I go in my wallet. And I couldn't figure out what the significance of it was, but he said, this is the Robin Williams Memorial Suicide Commemorative Patch. And it's a representation of the 
pretend that Robin Williams is wearing his more community uniform during the more community show. And so I keep it with me all the time. And it's a reminder to me that uh, at one time, a poem stopped a suicide. And so from now on, uh, this is uh, a reminder. And I went home that night in tears still and told my wife, I said, from now on, uh, we're writing for, for a nonprofit. This is it. We're, we're starting a nonprofit and our poems are going to be strictly for nonprofit for helping PTSD, depression and suicide. And so we, we came up with the name Poem Speak. And by 2018, February, the IRS recognized us as a nonprofit and Poem Speak was born. And so what we do is whenever somebody contacts us with PTSD, depression, suicidal thoughts, or a caregiver, a hospice, a hospital, a therapy office, uh, anyone, anyone who's even interested in, in PTSD, depression, or suicidal thoughts, we send our books for, to them for free. And free shipping, free of charge, everything's free. They'll come to you in an envelope like this. And it'll be a book that looks like this. This one is our latest book. It's called Stay Safe, Stay Strong, Stay Alive. And it's the culmination of all my books. And not only is there a poem in it, but next to each poem, there's a space for thoughts and reflections. Next to each poem. And that way the person can write down how the poem makes them feel and what kind of um, images and, and thoughts they get from it and help them heal from uh, what they're going through. So that's basically the entire story of Poem Speak in a nutshell. No, that's what a, a moving and impactful uh, mission, to be honest with you, because a lot of times I feel people don't know necessarily how to, to get the words out of what they're they're dealing with and how they're managing with it and and this is an example and i, I love the fact even we had a a really long good pre-show last yeah. week and we talked and we actually got all of our collaborative uh, conversations over that night and how uh we're providing opportunities for people to write their poetry and, and send it into you yes, sir. Uh, you can go to your website and um, and you will showcase that and just there's an overall consumption or opportunity to share, share, share. And yes. um, I openly um, shared the conversation and every once in a while we get a guest on the show that doesn't necessarily fit in my forte. And that, that and I, I shared that with you and yes. poetry doesn't necessarily fit into something in, in my world where I'm just like, it's not the thing that I cross the street for, and that's right. that's no offense to your craft and not what at all. people do. Um, but I know this, so I started reaching out, talking to some other uh, veterans, first responders, and they got they were like they got immediately excited about this opportunity, and they're just like, "Wow, that's what a great tool to have!" Right. And um, again, excited. Um, that is why we we do what we do as well is sometimes we have to reach outside of our comfort zone to make sure the tools are there to accommodate the need of whatever need it is. And poetry is going to accommodate some people's needs. Do you have an example of something that you would like to share with us? Absolutely, sir. Uh, we spoke of first responders. Uh, we spoke of um, thinking the veterans. So I've got a couple of good examples for that. 
Um, one is one of my favorites. It's called Five Senses of a Veteran. And is without a doubt one of my favorite poems. And let's see if I can find it here real quick. I just took all my bookmarks out. I'm sorry. Looking in the wrong book. <laughs> it's called Five Senses of a Veteran or First Responder. And it uh, describes how a veteran and a first responder uses all their five senses and how it affects everything about them. Five senses. I've seen things no man should see and heard the screams that haunted me. I've tasted death with a kiss of life and touched the pulse of the afterlife. I've smelled the stench of the slipped away and cried when death has claimed its prey. I've served in ways I can't describe for fear of rambling in some diatribe. I've survived it all and lived to tell what life is like in earthly hell. And though my dreams still show the strain, I'd live it all each day of pain. I'd fight the evil, the sick, depraved, to know just once a life I saved. In a, in a example of trying to think the veteran, you were uh, talking about uh, how we could thank him. I've got one actually called, How Can I Thank You? And I think we lost Jen there, didn't we? Are we still there? We're here with you. Yep, okay. Jen, Jen just got lost a little bit, but we're still here with you. Okay. All right, this one's called, How Can I Thank You? And it's dedicated to all veterans from all wars, especially those that have uh, been uh, buried and we're celebrating Memorial Day for them, it's mainly a Memorial Day poem. It's, how do I thank you while you're underground, laying there quietly six feet deep down? You lay there in peace, resting eternal, after passing away in a battle infernal. I stand there above, staring at stone, trying to thank you at a grave neatly moaned. I can't tell if you hear me by my appreciation runs deep. You died for my freedom, so softly I weep. How can I show you how much you're cared for to thank you for service going off to war? How can this country ever repay the loss? How can we honor the life that it cost? I kneel on my knees and pray that you'll know. How can I thank you and my gratitude show? I planted a flag and saluted your grave. I'm grateful to you for the freedoms you saved. How else can I thank you? I wave flags and salute. Then a moment of silence, respectful and mute. How can I thank you? A parade I'll attend. To honor your loss, a farewell I will send. How can I thank you on Memorial Day? I'll thank you by re remembering, by never forgetting, that below me you lay. Those are, Those are uh, okay. super, super, super powerful. The first one was just a... Uh, um, here I am, the one saying that I'm not into poetry, but totally grabbing the the heartstrings and just the reality that it, it's important to have these conversations. Um, yes, sir. Um, we'll see if we got her. We got you know, some noise there, Ian. You there, Jen? Welcome back. Um. Where, where does the the seed, the seed of these poems come from? There are, uh, mm -hmm. thank you, Corley, for that that comment. Mm -hmm. um, 
They come from a variety of locations. Um, I've gotten inspiration from my own experiences, mainly from interviewing other veterans. There's um, personal stories in, in my uh, poems from like, there's one from my own uncle who was in Vietnam for three tours. And there's a poem dedicated to him called uh, uh, Could I Have Been the One, which is a poem about him being the only survivor from a platoon that was hit. Uh, I've gotten the, or I have a poem that's called Four Days Our Angel, which is a very powerful poem about a four-day-old uh, baby that, that passed away. Uh, that was a poem written for a grieving mother that actually won the poem in a raffle for a fundraiser for a suicide prevention group. Uh, she she won the, the poem in a raffle of any any poem of her choice, and she decided she wanted to write it for her four year old or four day old uh, daughter that passed away that had passed away fourteen years prior. And so that was our inspiration. So I get my inspiration from a variety of locations, from a variety of things, from past experiences, and sometimes just uh, divine inspiration. For a long time, in fact, in one of my books, there's a, a chapter dedicated to a chaplain, Delbert Hansen, who would come up to me at the VA in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And I know that, I know that the God, God was, was leaving him because he would walk up to me and say, I have a sentence for you to make into a poem. And he would just tell me one sentence and he'd say, now make that a poem. And he'd walk away. And whatever he would give me, something would lead me to write a poem within 24 hours. And it was probably some of the best things I've ever done. I would try to write on my own and wouldn't get anywhere for weeks. But whatever he would tell me to, to write with, I'd come up with. One of them was a, an inspiration for, he, he'd call it the um, prescription for life. And this old chaplain walked up to me and said, I have a prescription for life and I want you to write this into a poem. And I said, okay, go ahead. And he said, Dallas Fort Worth airport. I said, excuse me. He said, DFW, that's your prescription for life. And I said, you've got to explain this. And his explanation was, okay, DFW is your acronym for Dallas Fort Worth. And if you go to Dallas, Fort Worth, you can get anywhere you want to go in life. D stands for Dios, or Dio, that's Hispanic word for God. F is for family. W is for the world. D is a small little circle on top. God is in it. F is your family, a smaller circle below. And W is a big circle of the world. And the world is always spinning and always trying to climb up on top. And as long as you keep God and family above everything will stay in order he said now make that a poem i was lost <laughs> but in in less than 12 hours i had it and I, I didn't think there was no way i there was any way that i could do that but because it came from the chaplain it happened and and so the inspiration comes from anywhere uh, when he passed away 
I spent um, days in his deathbed in the hospice, and he would wake up, and he would say, here's an idea for you. Now write it while I sleep. And he would um, give me a phrase or tell me a story and then go to sleep. And I would write feverishly while he slept. And he would wake up and say, did you write it yet? And I would give him my poem and he'd go back to sleep. And we did that for several days until he passed. And he's, he's an inspiration. There's an entire chapter dedicated in one of my books to him. Um, Chaplain Delbert Hansen, um, never forget him. But the inspiration comes from everywhere. Veterans I've interviewed um, about their experiences in the Gulf, my own experiences in the Gulf, um, my own experiences as a police officer, uh, in military and civilian, everywhere. Uh, just they come from everywhere, and they they come from the heart, and that's the most important thing. What an amazing craft. I, I, I just, I can feel it in you. It's, it's something that I think there's a passion that is there driving this. And I just think that's so awesome. Um, some of the, some of the poems may not be a hundred percent appropriate for uh, um, our, the, the world we live in, so to speak. And I don't know how you, you kind of framed it for us. I, I did put it up there. Uh, if you want to hear uh, Mr. Bates uh, poetry live, uh, you can go to his Facebook page, Stephen Bates Musings. I did put Musings, that out there. Yes. Musings. Um, I put that out there as a link. Uh, so if you want to preview any of his uh, poetry, um, please go. He welcomes you that. Uh, his stuff is out there. So uh, don't be shy. We can get it up here again uh, so you can hear his live versions of his poetry. But uh, also I would... Uh, there's the truth of the matter. And you know what? Um, he has not come to us at any given point and said, hey, you know, I need to. But he uh, he's a 501c3 as well. And him and his wife are doing an amazing job putting this, uh, this literature, this data, this um, format out there for veterans and first responders to read. Uh, at their cost of their pocket and uh, whatever is there to support them. Uh, he didn't ask me to do this, but if you are interested in supporting this cause, please uh, reach out to poemspeak.org and uh, uh, check out their avenues. Again, this is the greatest part of of the opportunity we have to share your craft with the rest of the world. And um, <laughs> we do hear people well, why do you bring people onto your onto your platform and promote them? Because this is the bait. Um, pardon the pun. Uh, this is the bait that is uh, catching the next fish. Um, this is something that's not in my wheelhouse. I mean, Miss Eichmann probably could throw it or roll it out there because she's Miss Language Arts, but uh, and Nikki is excited about it as well. But it's not. It's not a my wheelhouse, and so this is the bait that can go catch uh, that uh, that species that uh, we have not reached yet. So, uh, again, make sure you are connecting with Mr. Bates uh, on his Facebook page, poemspeak.org, and uh, the Stephen Bates 
I'm probably I'm a hillbilly from Wyoming, so I pro- apologize. It, musings or musings? Even based musings, yes, sir. Okay, musings. and the 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 books are available on Audible.com as well. Um, and the the voiceovers are done by Paul Tuttle Voiceovers, who is a Navy veteran out of Cheyenne, Wyoming, and his his entire uh, group is uh, responsible for doing a variety of, of voiceovers he does uh an entire entourage to do my poems on the recordings there would be a a young lady doing one poem an old man doing another poem and then a young male doing another poem and all with different backup musics so it it, it breaks up the monotony of, of just listening to the same poetic monotone guy the whole time so the audible, audible books are, are pretty fascinating too. Um, have you you got a favorite that you want to throw out there, or did you already do that? I don't want to throw you under the bus here at all. We the didn't favorite, necessarily. Um, we have one uh, that we use on our advertisement. This is our brochure that we put out. Uh, this goes with with every one of our books that go out, and on the back side of it, we have a, a poem called Hope. H-O-P-E stands for Hang On Pain Ends. I can go ahead and read that one to you. It's kind of our, our mantra. It's H-O-P-E. When pain persists and rips away your sanity and your will to stay, when it strips the core of what you are and it's taken you past the edge too far, remember pain is just a thing to remind you there is more to gain. Healing comes to those who wait, who take the pain along with fate. Wounds will close and scars will fade. Help will come from friends you've made. Remember the letters, H-O-P-E. Spell them out, you'll see. They stand for what I promise you, friends. Always remember, hang on, pain ends. You're a blessing, brother. Um, I'm confident that there are people that... uh, are on here tonight that need to hear those words and and uh that pain it may be different for each and every one of us um it might be a physical pain it might be an emotional pain it might be a um a pain of loss um something that's just not there any longer and so um again if uh the words of Stephen bates have inspired you at all please reach out to him reach out to us we'll connect you um it is a very important uh, catalyst of reaching those that need it the most. And so I, I, I thank you very much for coming on. Don't go away if you don't have a chance. Um, no um, and we'll do some more conversation and collaboration at the end of this. And uh, I do have one that I'd like to share before we do go. Um, absolutely. The, end of the, the, um, the, the program uh, that, that merges the, the suicide hotline number into the poem so i'd like to share that before we actually go yeah well let's close on that one tonight all right sounds good all right thanks mr bates miss ford thank you for your patience ma'am what's up what do you got going on man what's uh you've shared everything say what already you've, you've shared what you're doing as far as trekking across the the world of texas do you know Shannon Book? No. I feel like I do know Shannon. Okay. We we were we have been on WP3 together before and we talked. 
but we haven't run across each other um, performance-wise. Okay. By the way, I, Eric got off work, so I came in here and got on the on the computer. Shut <laughs> okay. shut him away in the in the den. Sorry. Book was on. He may have uh, taken off, uh, <laughs> um, but he's in that Round Rock, Texas area, and I'd hate for there just to be another opportunity to collaborate with you know what? people. Tell Shannon to reach out to me on Facebook, and he is more than welcome to join us. We're going to be together tomorrow and Tuesday night. All day tomorrow, all day Tuesday. I'm coming back on Wednesday for rehearsal, and um, yeah, he can come hang out with us. Okay. BJ and I were actually on the phone today. Um, oh, do you, you want me to, I'm sorry, I got in storytelling mode. You're okay. So, so BJ going. and I talk about two or three times a week. And he and his wife, um, or his wife and I talk a lot too. And we, we've got a really good friendship. He works for Semper Fi Fund. And <clears throat> so he's busy, but he's got a flexible schedule. So we chat all the time. And this morning I sent him a text uh, to talk about what the arrangements for for tomorrow. And of course he didn't answer me. So I just called Kayla and she figured it all out. Um, She's very supportive, and BJ ended up calling me back. And um, so we both lost somebody from our units um, in the last 14 days. Um, One of my friends passed away um, from a long battle of cancer. She was in my unit like 20 years ago at Fort Bliss. And BJ's lost several out of his unit from suicide this year. And he was really frustrated. and I'm sharing this story without his permission, but whatever. But he was really frustrated because Semper Fi Fund is um, an organization that is a nonprofit that helps give out grants and um, also retreats and organizes events for soldiers that are uh, therapeutic. They do a lot of really cool stuff. And BJ has, has been doing that, facilitating that for a lot of people and um, as one of their uh He's not a case manager, but he does something in, in that lines. Um, and he was trying to organize something for his unit. And he got really frustrated because um, there just wasn't the response that he had hoped for. <clears throat> and he said, it's really frustrating. And I was like, dude, with my unit, I'm, I'm the person that does not like to go to funerals. But I was the one that organized for my unit um, for the family um, for the daughter and, and the husband of, of my friend, um, flowers and was able to pull everybody together. I said, that's what you and I do. We're able to pull people together. It may not be something that we enjoy doing, but we're able to pull each other together. I said, if you cannot, um, get what you need from your unit, the response you need from your unit, the connection that you and Dom and I have is our therapy. I guess that's where I'm trying to get to is like we can we can reach people all day long and help people all day long. But because we all need an outlet as well, music is our continuous outlet. And even though we're we were soldiers, um, I'm just really excited about banding together with them because that it's so awesome to share so much in common with these guys and committing to each other in this project 
is therapy for us just naturally because we've all said, look, I trust you with my ideas. I respect you with your musicianship and your ability to write. And I want to invest in this time with you and develop this friendship because no matter where we come from, because we're all from different MOSs, you know, BJ was a medic, Dom was infantry, I was at military police. Um, there, yeah, there are a lot of similarities um, in those fields as well, as far as combat related training and um, just the lifestyle that you have uh, with, with all three of those that work, work together all the time. And so, I'm just super excited and you guys are to thank for that. Cause even though I met Dom on um, a podcast one night and I met BJ four years ago at an unrelated event, because you brought us up there to Minneapolis um, and brought us together for that one concentrated meeting, it opened our eyes to how much we can actually get done if we just dedicate a small amount of time. So in, in one day um, last month, we were able to write four songs in about three hours. Nice. So I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow. We're gonna polish oh, some stuff, record some stuff and write in the next two days. So exciting. And so she did wrap it up there at the end because I'm sure a lot of our, our guests were like, what is this crazy lady talking about? talking first person with these people like they know what they're talking about that is what the amazing gift uh, we've been given with the people's patriot project is we legitimately are best friends with these people on the screen here from all over the country and um we had dom kurz on our show this last year or two years ago uh we had jen ford has been on several times dom's been on several times and bj leggett and then we also had Doug Lane come up as well. And we had another brother who was unable to make it because of some work-related issues, uh, Stephen John. But we brought them all up for one event. And the best, I'm sorry, this is my selfish, and this is what I get out of it. And Andrew probably gets out of it too as well. Yeah, they put on concert day one. They were supposed to put on concert day two. We ran into some little issues and stuff, and we will work through those details in the a in the future and it's also in the past but the best part of the whole trips were the the collabs at night where we got to sit eat some good food uh maybe consume uh, some delicious beverages and then uh, just the best ribeye steak i've ever had in my life Oh, you guys, you're just going to go to my head is what's going to happen. Every time I feed someone, they say it's the best they ever had. Um, well, you know what? And I, I'm glad you pointed out um, Doug, too, because I don't want to leave out Doug Lane because he's an amazing songwriter and he is from Texas, but he lives super far away from us, I think, in Utah or Utah. Arizona. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of hard to, you know, get that close. It's, it's an orchestra orchestrated event to get all three of us together and we're within hours of each other. If we were to add Doug to the mix, it would take even a bigger amount of organization. So it, right. it's kind of made sense since we all perform in, the, in similar venues and stuff for us to work together intensively, but definitely would love to have Doug um, be part of 
you know, future events and stuff that we do. If we do actually get this album written, our plan is to tour and and tell stories about what it, how our veteran experiences have affected us and, and how they've made us who we are today. And also to embrace each other's um, ability to create um, positive art through our experiences and, and also the camaraderie that comes with being a soldier. Like that's something that I completely miss. I have nightmares. I've got PTSD. I've got nightmares every night and I'm always on some harebrained mission somewhere. Um, usually with a musical instrument and then a Humvee and a machine gun. So it never makes any sense, but it, it just, it just goes to show how strongly I still feel tied to that part of my life and I'm able to escape the negative parts because there's a lot of bad stuff. I mean, that happens in the service and good or bad wartime or not, you know, there's trauma and there's trauma with everybody in the world, but you have to be able to move past that for your families, mm -hmm. for yourself, whatever. And, and it's just amazing to have um, real friends that understand all of those experiences and don't judge. It's like talking to a wall to talk to other musicians about my military experience. They're like, what? You know, they don't, they don't get it. And it's just a different, um, a different Avenue. And I really am interested in the reading some of Stephen's um, poetry because maybe there could be a collaboration there um, with a song and it would be awesome to, um, to explore that. Um, so I'm going to be checking your stuff out, Stephen, and see if maybe we can incorporate or you know, make a song out of one of the poems that you've got. Um, yeah. Well, I, I would love to, to uh, see what you got and you. maybe do some collaboration with that. I'd be honored, ma'am. Yeah, for sure. Um, real quick. Michael Ledford wanted to, I mean, he's, he said, hi, Jen. And, uh, he was roll out PTSD and, uh, Teamwork makes the dream work, absolutely. Um, and you know what? I'm going to put it out there because I'm looking at the time and we, we slot for an hour-long show. But this this is not going to be an hour-long show tonight, guys. It's not. It's it's a great conversation. And it's we, for sure, always want to give the, the mic, so to speak, to the people that need to have it and, and send the message. Because we know there's other people out there that need to hear the message. And we know that uh, there is such a level of trust, and I'm, I feel that, uh, I mean, maybe Steven's not there with us yet, but uh, maybe through the continued conversations and, oh, yeah, here we go. This is where it fits, and this is um, me, Jen, Andrea, and, and Nikki's going to get in there with us, too. She's been getting her hands dirty with what we've been working on. It, it's amazing the level of conversations we get to have behind the scenes in an effort to make things better for other people. And it, that's therapeutic for all of us as well. And we have well, a chance. I just wanted to say that I think um, it's in our nature as soldiers to serve. And I'll, I think maybe what some of the things that we struggle with when we get out is purpose and when, like BJ, for instance, working for Semper Fi, his purpose is to help other soldiers progress 
through that stage in their life and get, you know, get to the next part. And, and I feel like that my purpose and is music and also through service, through other things that I do and, and being affiliated with your organization, you know, is an attempt for me to continue to serve because it gives me purpose and it makes it's fulfilling to me to be around people that are doing positive things to help the community, the veteran community, the first responder community, the community in general. I like to help people and being around you guys who, who, I mean, selflessly brought us up there. It's, it's not cheap to bring all of those people together. It's, it's a big act of orchestration to get everything together and bring us all there. And, um, that was the most awesome experience I've ever had as a veteran for someone doing something for me because I've never had like people reaching out to me like, you get a house or we're going to redo your whatever, or here's a free trip to Walt Disney World with your family. No, no one's ever done that for me, but for y'all to bring us up there and give us a place to perform, share our voice, share our songs, fellowship, and kind of get a little bit of a retreat it just opened my eyes to um the gratitude i should have when people show me that kind of love and it i want to return that and do that for other people as well it uh, i don't know how to express the like the inside feeling that i'm feeling right now only in the fact that this is our selfish joy that we get to experience because amazing people like you and how many amazing people are out there and gifted and talented people are out there. And the reason why, I mean, our organization is called we, the people, the people's Patriot project. And I do think, uh, I don't think we're innately all good, but I do think that uh, the people that we're meant to serve do serve and will continue to serve. And I thank you, Jen, for all your great and amazing words and sharing. Um, Stephen, it sounded like you had something you wanted to say. I did. Um, Jen, you, you made me come up with like three poems that I want to say just from what your conversation was. And I don't know if I have the time or not to, to, to read them or not, but uh, they, they, they epitomize what you were saying, if I'm allowed to. Uh, do we have time? Why not? Let's roll it out there. Okay. You were you were talking about the the camaraderie from the military, and how life is so different for us. And there's one that I wrote just last month called "A Whole New World," and everybody knows what our DD two fourteen is, right? So powerful piece of paper, and this one's called "A Whole New A Whole New World." A paper slid across a desk, slipped me from one world to next. Gone was order, structure, form, where discipline, ethics were the norm. Now there was a whole new world that DD214 had me hurled. I was in a world, I was in a life where structure left and discipline was all bereft. The risks were gone, the danger passed, but yet my nightmares made them last. So I looked for jobs to fill the void of challenges, dangers that once annoyed. But now they're missed, they're long for hard. And this new world I'm played and has played its card. It pulled the joker where I had an ace. And I missed the service where I knew my place. So I pray for veterans in their new life. They were create that were created full of strife. 
The structure's gone, the mission's toast, and military life they miss the most. They're lost, confused, they seek control. It's how they work and it's how they roll. This new world that the paper gave them is harsh and cruel, so pray God saves them. From being torn in two different worlds, where the flags of truces and battles unfurls. They both are flown in the minds of vets, so pray for them at my behest. So, I dig it. Yeah, it kind of shows the dichotomy we're in. And then one more that you talked about with the nightmares. Uh, it's called Inside My Mind. Inside my mind, my thoughts run free. In battles, no one else can see. In fighting for a cause that's right, with demons taunting through the night. Throughout the day, that fear remains. Though hidden, it prevails and reigns. It makes me look behind each door, always searching forevermore. Forever fearing that my old foe hides wherever shadows grow. My scars and demons, though none can see, are with my mind and still run free. I really like that one a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a song in that one for sure. Yep. yep. Think so? Okay. I think so. Awesome. I love it. Well, let's hear one of your songs. Absolutely. They're not going to be anything like that. Oh, <laughs> I try to keep things pretty tongue in cheek. I've got a few that are their heart, uh, pull on your heartstrings, but most of mine's about shenanigans. Good. <laughs> you like to have fun. Which one? What do we want to roll with first of all? Well, since my husband's here tonight, can we do "Under These Stars"? Absolutely. That's, that's a that's actually a beautiful song, sure. and it, it's a love letter to my husband. Um, I want to tell you that when COVID happened, uh, at the very beginning, my my kids were on spring break extended spring break like it's one week turned into three weeks and eric was working out in west texas <clears throat> and so i was at home by myself couldn't go anywhere or do anything because everybody was in a panic so i was just at walmart buying supplies for the end of the world and trying on my old army uniforms and taking them right back off because they don't fit anymore and uh freaking out and then I, I kind of came to a moment where I was like you know what like this invisible thing that's happening that we don't really you know this invisible enemy um, is coming at us and I said but I don't feel like it's the worst thing I've ever been through I don't feel like that this is the most horrible thing I could ever experience like once my kids started coming home <clears throat> and then Eric ended up coming home um and I wrote the song right before he came home. I just said, you know, I need to take a moment and do something that centers me and grounds me. And that's music. So I wrote this song. Um, my husband and I have been together for seven years uh, in just a couple weeks. <clears throat> and he has been the most supportive and understanding person at my side, um, even though I got out of the military like 12 years ago, almost 13 years ago now. And um I just wrote a, a love song for him because most of my stuff is a lot of fun and, and rowdy and up-tempo and whatever, but I wanted to, to just basically write this song to say that, you know, in the midst of all the chaos, sometimes you just got to sit back and, and take a minute and 
hold on to the ones that you love uh, the most and that you hold most dear to your heart because um, you never know what could happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised. So it's called Under These Stars and love to share it with you guys. I can't hear you guys. Whenever we 
potential And I can't work for two Can't face being alone, baby Tonight I need you How was that? That was amazing. That was amazing. That was, uh, it took me back to an October 22nd, 23rd evening, sitting back and listening to you guys play in the, the living room and just uh, got to chill and enjoy life, man. That's that was what good. it took me to. There's that guy over there. There he is. Good. Okay, so can I? I want to show off his glasses that he got yesterday. He got some like new glasses. He, yeah. looks like, he looks like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Not Burt Reynolds. Just like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so are these the same as the ones that he got originally and didn't want to wear, so got rid of them? No. Those <laughs> that was in that was in ninth grade. <laughs> 1992. Look, so this man's been driving me around for seven years blind, putting my life at risk. <laughs> he drove last night and it was like the smoothest ride I've ever had. Since been <laughs> he wasn't slamming on the brakes. Or... <laughs> I was like, you need glasses. Can you imagine what it would be like driving Miss Daisy? That's what I'd be saying. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ford. Um, so we are over time, which is fine. Um, I'd like to get one more song of Jen's out, and hopefully we don't have the other stuff happening to it, and they all uploaded fine. And then we'll close with uh, one of uh, Stephen's his last poem he wanted to finish with. Did we all good with that? Sure. Sounds good. What, what's your other? I'd love song to hear another song. I really like No Backseat Betty. It's super fun. Did you find that I one? In, I got in trouble for Backseat Betty today. I just so you know. What? <laughs> that just, I just mean I'm not going to let anybody control my life. That's all I mean. I know. I know. So here, here's the whole kind of fun thing. And it's, it, I probably overreact to it sometimes. And so I have a truck that I call Black Betty. And you guys rode <laughs> in my truck. So. Uh, my my truck's a big black truck, and it's based off the song you know, Black Betty. And uh, our radio station was down today, and it was the craziest thing. Me and Andrew were on the phone talking. All of a sudden, the radio starts blasting in my ear <laughs> on our computer because it came up. Well, it's weird. Jen Ford is the musician that blasts onto our with the song Backseat Betty. Talking Backseat Betty. <laughs> Look, that's like every <laughs> every woman's anthem ever. Like, 
You ain't gonna control me. I can do so it all. Andrea's like, do you think that's irony? And I had had enough of that one. I'm like, you stop with your irony and just go away. And so that was our little spiff this morning. It probably was. I made a probably bigger deal than I had to. Well, it's the actual name is no backseat Betty, but it's just easier to say right. backseat Betty. Right. So we have Jen Ford with Backseat Betty.
that song, ladies. It's on my CD. That may be the fastest version ever. <laughs> Is that the fast one? Well, we get excited sometimes. Or the it drummer happens. does. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Did you so see that my son played drums for us? Because uh, we have a new drummer, but Eva played drums for us for three or four shows. Uh -huh. You were posting that and mentioning that. That's pretty awesome. Keeping it in the family and driving that skill and talent. I love it. There oh. he is. Oh, the man. There the he is. <laughs> He's eating chicken. There's the oh. other one in the background eating a banana. There we With go. Awesome. So let's. Um, we can just go by the cuff because I. I want to play your last song too, Jen. So, so, so we'll. I'm going to change the format. We're going to let Stephen. We're going to. We're going to close the People's Patriot Project part. We're going to let Stephen read two poems. Anyone that wants to leave, you can leave. That's fine. It's golden. And we're going to play Jen's last song that she wanted to play tonight. And we're totally over time, and that's okay. Um, this is what happens when uh, we run our own show and do our own thing. And I hope everyone's enjoying it and getting to see serious skill sets here and, uh, and talent. And uh, again, if uh, you come check us out every Sunday at six o'clock central standard time, uh, the people's patient project is an opportunity to serve. It's also a beacon of hope and opportunity for those who, who might need a little extra in life. Um, not all of our veterans are broken. We completely understand that. All of our first responders aren't broken. And just because you're going through a minute doesn't mean you're broken either. So uh, we're here to help support and lead, lighten the load, uh, give you direction, and help you in whatever way we can. Uh, we have, uh, we've, we've ran the gamut as far as the ass have been concerned and what we've been able to do. And it's our network, the people, the people that are listening and the people that have been uh, in our network who allow us to get the job done that what we're always doing. Um, real quick shout out to Brian Gibson at uh, Fob Rush Project Die Hard. Thank you for being here, brother. And uh, we've got Stephen Bates with Poem Speak. Uh, anything you want to close with and your last two poems. And okay. then we will close with uh, Jen's other and last song, Woman in Black. And uh, Stephen Bates, it's all yours. Thank you. And Jen, wonderful work. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Uh, Jen talked about uh, nightmares and things like that. So here's one called Invisible Wounds. From waking in the dead of night with nightmares filled with endless fright. From sweating in a crowded room with morbid thoughts of pensive doom. From terrifying thoughts and dreams that fill our minds with silent screams. From pressure felt in chest and head with feelings of impending dread. From fears unjustified to those who never face such deadly foes. From such dark places our fear it flows. With anger matched, heaven only knows. The hardship of living day by day it grows. But from us all, from all of this, we, I'm sorry. From all of this, we still strive to be what we were before crossing over the sea. Please understand it's not the life we chose. To have fear hang upon us like old tattered clothes. To have shackled to us the pain and grief, and yet forever hoping to find some relief. From our hearts to yours, may you please understand, this wasn't our dream, this life wasn't planned. Though our visible scars may show the war we've been in, 
It's our invisible wounds that cut deepest within. Very true. Very true, yes. Very true. That's the hardest thing to explain to people when, I mean, PTSD is a term that gets thrown around so easily now, but 10 or 15 years ago, when you would tell people I've got PTSD, they look like you're, like you're a leper. Oh, <laughs> and now there's other people that say it all the time and, and not to take away from everybody's individual experiences, but I think it's a little bit watered down and, and used loosely. Like, like people say, I'm ADD or I'm ODD. And like, are you really, do you have a diagnosis? Because I've got a diagnosis and this is what that looks like every day. Right. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the one I wanted to close with uh, before we get to hear your awesome song last uh, is one that uh, throws in the suicide hotline number. And I, w I always want to make sure I throw that number out there because if you are struggling, um, if you're feeling despondent, if you're feeling on the edge, then you need to know this number. In desperate times, I've held the rope in darkness black when I couldn't cope. In deep, low places, I've pulled the hammer. When despair and grief and silence clamor. When despondency brought me to the blade. And depression its final argument made. When all hope was lost and gave in I did. To the final deed which all forbid. Yet before the act a voice rang clear. Which reminded me about my fear. That it's not my life I would be taking. But the lives of loved ones I'd be forsaking. My pain would end. But theirs would start. And I leave them all with broken heart. No reason given, I'd just be gone. And I did to them the greatest wrong. So yet in darkness, then there would still be light. For which I struggled hard and fought the fight. I pulled myself up and found you can't survive by calling 1 800 273 8255. I like that. That was creative. Yep, that was, you did it. Tied a number in it to it. Yep. Did it. You should it right do a better there. job of posting that number. Um, I I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I don't want to steal your thunder there, Stephen. Go ahead. There is a three-digit hotline number now that you can call. And I, I do want everyone to know that. Um, if you dial 988, that is a number that will get you to a crisis hotline for um, any of those uh, suicidal thoughts or if you're struggling. Um, with that said, text line. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that the text line? There's a text line called 741-741. If you text yep. your state or the word help to 741-741, you can text anonymously for as long as you want, about whatever topic you want, to a, a professional that will sit there and talk to you all day long. And if you want to, at the end of the conversation, type LUFA, they'll scrub the conversation as well. Mm. Oh, really? Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh. And maybe we need to do a better job of getting those numbers posted out there. Um, I, We have our numbers all over um, our network as well. Uh, and you can dial the 763-238-5971. It's not an easy number, uh, and so I don't expect you to remember it, but if you ever look up the People's Patriot Project, those that number exists, and you may call it at any time. So, um, Andrea, anything in closing? I've got, I've, no, we're full. We're full. We're in a little lull for 
I think it's May before we have something coming up. So calendar planning. April. We do. Have How is the fish house? <laughs> you love the you love that they had uh, a ceiling fan, two ceiling fans. In okay, it, right? so I usually go into some kind of rabbit hole every day about new interesting stuff I don't know anything about. And so because y'all were in a fish house, I was like, what exactly is a fish house? <laughs> so then I was there for like two hours looking at these fish houses that people have and looking at the width or, you know, the how thick the ice has to be for you to have a house out on the ice, how long you can have it out there, how long do people stay out there? Do they catch fish? So now you have to bring me to a fish house next year. A hundred percent guaranteed. Because I don't even have a clue. Like that amazes me that people are sit out there for days for fun, you know, just inches away from death. And hypothermia. Tell me, what did you find out? How deep, how thick does the ice need to be? I think it's like 10 inches for like 8,000 pounds or something like that. Not even a foot. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What's crazy is this is absolutely useless information for a Texan. Exactly. 100%. And then today I saw a, um, a video on Facebook where somebody's was taking a video of their brother and his two friends riding a chunk of ice down a river. And it was no big deal. They're like, Oh, saw my brother riding a, riding this piece of ice. I was like, Oh my God, I'd be mortified. mortified. Wait a minute. You know That's what else happening? Son would do? The uh, polar plunge is happening too. We might have to put that all together when you guys are up here. <sighs> The polar plunge where you just you put on your little workout outfit and you just jump in that water. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. It's cleansing and refreshing. Um, yeah. No. Not doing that? So, I'm gonna, normally, this is a collaborative piece, and we talk about this in the post show. Um, I'm going to lay a hint of something we're working on for the next year with the organizers of the uh, uh, people that we just got done having that fishing event with. Um, I think there should be a winter small music event in Minnesota. Um, it will be indoors for the, the music part. For the music part, it will be indoors. Needs to and, be 60 uh, degrees, please. Inside, yeah, yeah. fifty-eight or higher is acceptable. What does this guest say? The only ice fishing we do in Texas is fishing the cold beverage out of the ice in the cooler. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like that one actually. That's other ice fishing is for the birds. So we're at our. I mean, point. if I was Jen, a drinker. Do you, have, do you have anything you want to close with before we uh, launch your last song? No, that's it. I love you guys. It's we got Jen Ford with That's me, you, Stephen. Black. Thanks for everyone coming on. Oh, also, look at my Gary Clark, Jr. sweatshirt. <laughs> Jen Ford, Woman in Black. She shows up and makes her way through the crowd with her head cut up high. She always looks brown, there's no fear in her bones She ain't afraid to be bold In a game of cards, she'll never fold
Will she never second guess if she won't think twice and 